0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about how much you should be feeding your biodigester. So if you guys are unfamiliar with biogas, definitely check out my YouTube channel. I have lots of videos on it. I cover a lot of the aspects of it, the ins and outs, how to start it up, and all all kinds of good information. Definitely check it out. Uh, I also have another podcast explaining how to start up your biodigester. So if you have not listened to that podcast, definitely check it out. Today's episode is how much should you feed your biodigester? This is a question that I get a lot. And so I'm going to try to address this as best as I can. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to compare it to one of the biodigesters that I have um, that I feature on my YouTube channel. Um, This way I can kind of give you a scale and volume. And then from there, you can either downsize or upsize the amount of food or whatever you're feeding your biodigester accordingly to what size I am currently using or I was using. So um, I was using an IBC tank, International Bulk Container. Um, Really, that doesn't matter. What What matters is volume. So that tank holds 275 gallons of water volume. Okay, So for me to feed my biodigester and keep it healthy and produce a lot of gas. I would have to feed my biodigester half of a 5 gallon bucket to a full 5 gallon bucket and I was feeding my biodigester old food scraps and food waste that was just going to get thrown away anyway, I'm reusing that old food waste to create biogas, right? So basically, if you have a biodigester that's roughly 275 gallons or so, um, you can expect to feed it anywhere between half a bucket to a full five-gallon bucket of food waste daily. Daily. So remember... Your biodigester is like your stomach. You get hungry every day. So does your biodigester. So you have to keep that in mind because if you build a biodigester like the like the size I I was using, like 275 gallons, that's the type of feeding that you'll have to feed it. Right? You have to have that much volume to feed it every day. Now, if you have a bigger biodigester, then well, you will need more you know, feed, to feed it daily, right? Because it could easily double or triple depending on the size of your biodigester. If you have a smaller biodigester, then, well, you can obviously use less, uh, you know, less feeding, less material you're putting in there daily. But there's pros and cons to each. If you have a smaller biodigester and you're putting in less amount of material, then you will obviously get less gas production if you have a bigger bow digester and you feed it more then well you the adverse effect is you will have a lot more gas so there's pros and cons to everything and understanding the size of bowel digester you want to go with will vary depending on your needs and what you're trying to achieve so just think about it in those terms 275 gallons roughly in volume I am using and feeding it roughly, like I said, half a five-gallon bucket to a full five-gallon bucket daily. Now, the other question that I get is regarding, do I have to feed it every day? So, the one thing about biodigesters is it's it's very versatile. They, they can kind of re- withstand not being fed for a day or two, okay? Um, I would not suggest doing that because the whole purpose of your biodigester is to create gas daily right and if you feed your biodigester daily it'll stay very healthy because whatever you put in it gets displaced so the amount of volume of water that you're mixing with your food when you feed your biodigester will get returned on the waste port right So what has been sitting in there for, you know, however many days or months um, that's been broken down and used up. If you put five gallons of material into the feeding port, you will have roughly um, four, maybe five gallons of displacement coming out. So that keeps a very healthy environment for the digester, because you're taking, you're putting new stuff in, the old stuff is coming out. The microorganisms have fresh stuff to feed on and eat and, you know, start producing all this biogas. So think about it in those terms. But if you could not feed your biodigester for a day or two or three or four, um, you, could, you would be fine. But you have to understand that you're really messing around with the environment in that biodigester. So I would recommend against it but it is a system that is dual uh, you know versatile in a sense it it can withstand um not being fed for a day or two and i'll be honest uh, sometimes on my bowel digester i would not feed it for a day or two right maybe i was not home or maybe i just wasn't around or maybe i was just too busy sometimes these things happen and it is what it is but i can tell you from experience when i kept a regular regiment of feeding it Every day, the biodigester stayed way more healthy and produced way more gas. So just think about it like that, right? Because uh, if you don't feed it for a couple days and then you do and you feed it too much, you can actually upset the biodigester. It'll turn sour on you, okay? And once it turns sour on you, you're done. You have to now pretty much drain that tank of your biodigester, drain it, and restart the process up again. So think about it in those terms. Do you really want to take those chances? I don't know. That's up to you, right? So, I mean, just be cautious of what you're doing. Think about the biodigester. It's a living living entity in there. It's living. You have microorganisms that are living, and depending on fresh food, or whatever you're putting in your biodigester to eat and break down, right? So you have to think about these things. Your biodigester can turn acidic or it can turn alkaline, right? So it just depends on how you're treating your biodigester will determine what's going to happen in that biodigester. The best advice I can give you is feed it daily. If you skip one, one day, not too bad, but the more days you start skipping in a row, You're really starting to push the odds against you as far as it turning bad on you, right? Now, there is ways to address a high pH or low pH. But to be honest with you, if you're feeding your bowel digester daily, you don't really have to worry about your pH because you're putting fresh stuff in daily and it's discharging the old stuff daily. So it stays pretty balanced. And that's why it's a great idea to feed it daily. It's going to save you a ton of time and headaches. But if you experience a situation where the biodigester is th- not acting right um, and you do a pH test, get a pH tester, and you can actually test the, the liquid from the, from the exit port or the waste port of your biodigester, and that'll give you a pH reading of what's going on in the biodigester. You want to try to keep your biodigester in a neutral state of ph neutral as much as possible it's it can it can go up it can go up that's fine it can go down a little bit that's fine it will fluctuate over time back and forth but you really want to try to keep it neutral as much as possible um it will produce more gas that way for you if the ph is just a little bit higher than neutral that's okay it's not a big deal but you have to be aware that the liquid in there can turn very acidic very fast or it can turn alkaline. But 90% of the time, it'll turn acidic. And once it turns acidic, you have a problem. And there is ways to address how to fix or address the pH in the biodigester. Um, but I'll go into that in a different podcast and a different episode um, in the future. I just want to give everybody an idea of what sh- how much you should be feeding your biodigester. And how to try to keep it maintained daily. You know. you would be surprised. If you can maintain a daily feeding. Of any sort. Even if you can't. Like in my case. Let's say I didn't have half a bucket. Or a five gallon bucket full of food waste. As long as you're putting something in there. It's better than nothing. Right. And one last tip. Before I close out this podcast. Do not. And I repeat. Do not overfeed your biodigester that is one of the most common problems people have when they get into using bio digesters in biogas they get anxious and they think by adding more is better when it's actually not okay it actually it's going to give you a bunch of problems so do not do that do not overfeed your biodigester you you're gonna you're asking for a lot of problems if you do that Keep your biodigester very st- steady as far as what you're feeding it, okay? I know it's very tempting sometimes just to overload it and just throw some stuff in there and just keep going, but don't do it. I'm going to save you a ton of headaches. Don't do it, okay? So, um, like I said, I'm using half a bucket, two, five-gallon bucket to feed my biodigester. Gauge your volume of your biodigester based on mine, and then you can go up or down depending on the amount of volume, right? So just remember my tank was 275 gallons and, you know, you guys can do the calculations of what you think your biodigester may need on a daily basis. So I hope this helps a lot of you out that is, you know, maybe struggling or trying to figure out how much to feed your biodigester and, you know, how often and all that stuff. Uh, I want to try to help you out because I'd hate for you to go through all that process and all that, you know, getting the biodigester started and it's working great then all of a sudden something's happening. And usually when something starts to happen, it's because you have changed something, right? You have either not fed it too long or something has happened that you have caused it. Because remember, it was creating good usable gas, right? Something you've done has changed what is happening in that biodigester. And if you can recognize what that problem was that you caused, then prevent that in the future, right? Right? so anyway guys just a really quick podcast here thanks for tuning in and stay tuned for more go listen download and subscribe to the modern off-grid diy podcast available today on itunes apple Podcasts, google play spotify and youtube modern off-grid diy inspiring others to think outside the box support the podcast today it's also available on anchor.fm slash free your mind and there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself once again it's titled modern off-grid diy also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, modern, off-grid, DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.